Hello everyone and welcome back for another episode on a fresh breath of positivity. I hope everyone is having what I like to call a grateful Memorial Day, as I'm sure everyone, much like myself, is extremely grateful for the sacrifices the men and women in our nation's military have made to ensure our freedom. Join myself and Ty Hunter as we talk about Memorial Day, serving with such heroes that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, and how much the community makes a difference in veterans' lives. Now, before I get connected with Ty on the phone, just so you know and you have a heads up, take into consideration that Ty is a radio DJ and will be recording from a studio. So you may notice a slight quality difference between his professional microphone and my Apple earbuds. Thank you. Here we go. I hope that you are having what I like to call a grateful Memorial Day because as you and I both know, we are extremely grateful for all the men and women who have made sacrifices to ensure our nation's freedom. Oh, I certainly am, and i that's one thing I do love about the Memorial Day weekend is a lot of people use it, and obviously with the pandemic going on, it's taken a lot from us as far as sports and different events, but uh, it's a good reminder of the freedoms that we all enjoy and, of course, uh, paying tribute to those that uh, made it possible. Absolutely. Now, being veterans, both you and I have served with some amazing individuals who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our nation's freedom, and what is it like for you to serve beside those individuals? Uh, it's... Uh, it's almost hard to explain, and I'm sure you feel in the same boat. Uh, you, you, being a veteran yourself, you've you've served on those lines, and, and to put it into words, I don't think I could do it. Uh, uh, what they've just, what they've done for this country, that in uh, in the families that they've left behind. Uh, I know you have dealt with those families a lot over the past couple of years, and uh, it's it's a different breed. It, absolutely, it is, and definitely one thing I enjoy doing with all these individuals is learning about their stories and their family stories and what they actually went through. It's just absolutely astronomical and unbelievable. What's what is what really hits home for me is these individuals, the families of these men and women who have paid that sacrifice are some of the strongest people you will ever meet in your life. Anytime, anytime that anything comes up, uh, veteran-related, whether it be a fundraiser or, or some kind of cause, they're there, and they're there first. I, you are totally right. And um, one thing that I really enjoy doing, like I said, was is meeting these Gold Star families. They are just, and you've probably met a few in your day as well, they're just the greatest people I've ever met in my life. They certainly are, and I just, it's hard to fathom just the, the hurt that they've gone through, um, losing a loved one like that. But to, there's probably better ways to say it, but just wipe the dust off your boots, stand up and, and do what they do each and every day to not only honor uh, their loved one, but every single uh, person who has given their life for this country. Uh, they're at every event, they're at every, every organization, and they're usually leading the cause. It's, it's definitely, they are right up there just with everybody else and they're with everybody else in the community that wants to do stuff for veterans. And how big of a part do you think that plays when veterans come back home to just see such community support for people? It's it's unbelievable. Now, I know you served some time active duty, I and I 
a unique, unique perspective as National Guardsmen because when you're in an active duty unit, you may be comprised of people from all walks of earth, all over the country. Uh, but when you serve in a National Guard unit, it's usually an entire community. Um, everybody, your neighbors are going with you. And so you get a unique, right. a unique perspective, whereas a, a single soldier from an active duty unit may be coming home, and he may be the only one returning to that community. Uh, but, for instance, when the Jasper unit deployed, a lot of us lived here in Jasper or Huntingburg or Ferdinand, and I can't tell you enough how much it means to a soldier who just spent a year overseas uh, fighting for our country to come back and see that kind of amazing response. I mean, it brings a tear to my eye. This many years later, uh, just thousands of people lining the streets. I don't think I paid for a beer in like five months after uh, we got back from our deployment. And and I think we do, and I'm not to say that there's not other patriotic communities, because of course there are, but especially here Absolutely. in Dubois County in Southern Indiana, we really have it good. Uh, and these people really support their troops and they make it known. I mean, I can't express enough how you know, it's it's deployments are hard. They're hard on they're hard on everybody. They're hard on not only the soldier, but of course the family and and friends back home. But to see that level of support when we got back, and I know uh, the unit that got back in 0304, just absolutely amazing. Something I will never forget. Now, when you guys got back, how many people do you think were at the airport waiting for you, or is that something that you guys did get to experience? Uh, there was uh, back then. It was mainly just parents and immediate family. I mean, obviously, there were hundreds of people in that hangar, um, but we right. were immediately going to demob, so it wasn't more. It wasn't literally a returning home yet. We still had about two weeks of demobilization after that at Camp Atterbury. Um, so, but, but yeah, when those doors opened up and you marched out, I mean, that was a cool moment. <laughs> and you probably remember when we got our Team Red, White, and Blue chapter started here in Southern Indiana, and you probably remember just the support we almost couldn't handle how many people were just wanting to give us donations and they were just wanting to do something for somebody uh, it's just uh, another testament to the community we live in uh, these people some of them don't even have a a veteran in their family and they're willing to step up and do whatever is needed you name it they're there i one of the greatest things that i remember was hank mankey the ceo of ofs when we started this Team RWB thing, he just let us go onto his property and use his shooting range. Whatever we wanted to do, he just basically told us, use it anytime you want it, just let me know when you're going to be there, and it's all yours. Yeah. And it was just completely unbelievable. It's amazing the support that, that veterans and veteran organizations get around here. And, you know, he didn't even have to do that. We didn't really even necessarily ask him. But somebody reached out to us and was like, hey, you know, this might be a good idea. And it just kind of snowballed, and I couldn't believe it. And none of those, Hank Mickey included, these guys aren't doing it for the publicity or to make themselves look good. Some of them don't even want to be named. Uh, they're just no. doing it out of, out of respect. Yeah, absolutely. With, now, if community members are trying to find a way to give back to veterans and maybe help them. What do, you, what do you recommend them doing, or what would you like to say that would help you out if they were to ask? Uh, just getting involved, uh, showing people that, you know, no matter how, whatever war it was or deployment it was, that they're there to support, um, to support the organizations that make it all possible with the, uh, the VFW and the American Legion and, and things like that, some of the old school um, 
organizations and, and, and relatively new ones like Team RWB, whatever, whether it's time or treasure or whatever is needed for them to step up. And it's a great way to show support to our local community. But the best thing you can do, and Eric, you may agree with me, is check up on them. Ask them how they're doing. Um, a lot of these soldiers came back with, uh, well, not all whole. If, and I don't mean that just physically. Um, a lot of these soldiers have, have seen some things that uh, they never thought they'd see. Um, they're coming right. back damaged, um, depressed. Obviously, we were lucky when my unit deployed and the 76th Brigade deployed. I believe we lost, I believe two, um, don't quote me on this, I believe we only lost two soldiers overseas, both of them due to rollover accidents with vehicles. Uh, so we were very lucky. Right. But when we came back, we lost dozens to suicide within the next couple of months once we, we came back. And, and that that will always haunt me. And it's it's things like that, just checking up on the men and women that served. Just just a simple phone call, hey, how you doing, can mean the difference between life or, dref- life or death, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. I know that when people come back from deployment, a lot of them just, you know, they just struggle with the fact that they're coming back and some are not coming back, and then they're living in this hostile environment for eight months or a year, whatever it is, and then they're coming back on American soil, and you have all these different rules and things that are people doing it's almost like you're moving to another planet and you're trying to start your life again i always and not to interrupt here but i always i always describe it as a mental snapshot and what i mean by that is when you go on a deployment you take a kind of a mental picture of where your life is what your goals yep. are your relationships not only your your husband wife girlfriend boyfriend whatever it may be but but friends and neighbors and and your job you take this mental picture of it and that's that picture that you carry with you for however long your deployment is nine months a year or more and when you get back that picture is kind of what you're expecting and you got also you fail to realize that you know life has gone on for these people you know we're now a year later things change in a year things change in a week let alone a year oh yeah and it's hard to deal with that it's hard to get back into routine of things when you've basically missed a year that everybody else was present for. And it's, it's very hard. Not only some people come back to maybe broken relationships or things like that. And it's, it's difficult, let alone the people that may have, you know, suffered some sort of PTSD, uh, maybe had saw some sort of horrible thing overseas and, and they come back with those, you know, mental scars. And it's hard. Uh, thankfully we've learned in, over the past uh, conflicts in in American history. Uh, I, I'm talking specifically to Vietnam. Um, we've learned that mental health is just as important as, as physical health. And f- thankfully, there are a lot of organizations and there's a lot of programs and things available to veterans when they get back. But there, we could always do more. I totally agree with you, especially in the sense that one of the easiest things to do is just pick up a cell phone and just make a phone call if you want to make a change in somebody's life. I think that's the greatest way to do it. Sometimes people just want something to say or talk about, even if it's not the general subject. They just want somebody to talk to. And I would, I would suggest any veteran out there uh, to be the one who to do that kind of thing because there's a lot of things, Eric, that we have done overseas that you know most civilians just have no idea or they just can't fathom what it's exactly like. But to have a, a fellow veteran, that's what I, that's something that really excited me about Team RWB, what is initially brought on, was the fact that it was, you know, veterans my age, you know, that went on similar deployments that 
can relate to me and my stories and, and my struggles more so than anyone else can. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. So, But, Ty, thank you very much for joining me today. I greatly appreciate your input. Oh, it's it's been an absolute uh, pleasure to talk with you. I want to say hats off to you. I mean, obviously 2020 has been a crazy year, and anyone out there who's bringing a little bit of positivity like you are uh, is greatly appreciated in this time and in this age. And, and I, I want to thank you, and not just from me, from everybody, uh, for, for doing something like this uh, and, and bringing a little bit of positivity into a, a very, what it seems to be, negative world right now. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate it, man. I really do. I appreciate your kind words, and hopefully we can all change our piece of the pie, if you will, if that makes sense. So, Oh, certainly. And, and again, like we said earlier, uh, if you know a veteran, whether they're a neighbor or a friend or a family member, just pick up the call. Just pick up the phone and make a call and ask them how they're doing. I cannot stress enough how much that means to somebody. Absolutely. Ty, thank you so much. All right, Ty Hunter, thank you very much for joining me today. I hope everyone enjoyed that as much as I did. And remember, if you're out there listening and you're wanting to make a difference, just like we talked about, sometimes all it takes is a phone call. It means the world to people. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, feel free to give me any feedback. I will see you all next week.